Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything factor meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the ultimate classic rock podcast with a new episode released every single day. I'm Paul Stevenson. Thanks as always for hitting play. Now today is of course February the 1st and I want to quickly mention two things. Number one, full album February. It's uh, something I've been putting on social media, so please check it out. Every day this month, I resolve to listen to a full album in its correct order all the way through each day. I asked for suggestions to create a calendar for the month of albums that perhaps passed us by or bands that should have been bigger, maybe albums from megastars that are often overlooked for the bigger name records, that sort of thing. Please look for Vintage Rock Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. Just click the community tab on YouTube to see the whole month's list of albums. Then each day I'll post the album and who nominated it so you can join in too. Please leave your thoughts in the comments below. Thought it'd be a bit of fun to do. And secondly, of course, make sure you've listen to Monday's big interview show, episode 80 with former Sex Pistol, original member. He was there through the Anarchy Tour, the Swearing on Live TV, the Reunion in 96 and more, Glenn Matlock. Give it a listen once you've finished this one. But back to matters at hand then. February the 1st, 1964. The Beatles hit number one in the US with I Wanna Hold Your Hand and Beatlemania well and truly takes off. On this day in 1988, the cars officially disbanded. It came after an arduous year of touring and recording. They do reunite in 2011 for an album and a tour, but part ways for good after that. On this day in 1979, Blondie's Heart of Glass topped the UK singles chart. It was the first of six number one singles over here for Debbie, Harry and the band. And on the TV on this day in 1985, the Eagles' Glenn Fry made his acting bow on Miami Vice. The episode is based on his song, Smuggler's Blues. But for our main show today, we're looking at the release of a mega album. On this day in 1972. Yes, on this day, 51 years ago, Neil Young released his seminal work, Harvest. It became the biggest-selling album in the US of 1972 and contained the number one single, Heart of Gold. With me today to tell a fascinating story behind the record is Pantheon Podcast Network co-founder Peter Ferrioli. More born! In December of 1971, Graham Nash was invited to Broken Arrow Ranch 
just south of San Francisco on the coast of California in a little town called Half Moon Bay. It was a day where producer Elliot Mazur would be putting the final touches of mixing and mastering on Neil Young's album Harvest. He had spent the previous year recording with Neil and the band The Stray Gators. As Crosby, Stills, and Nash were part of the project a year after the band had broken up, Graham Nash was ready to listen to the final album mixes. As Graham arrived and headed towards the studio on the ranch, Neil called to him. Hey, Graham, down here, get in the boat. Looking at the rowboat and the lake on the property, Graham was quite confused. And Neil had said, hey, get in, we're going to the middle of this lake. As they rowed out to the middle of the lake, Graham assumed that Neil had brought along a cassette player and headphones with him to listen to the final mix-it. As they reached the middle of the lake, Graham could all of a sudden hear the sounds of the song Words blasting across the property. And he thought to himself, oh no, his entire left house of the ranch property is his left speaker and the entire barn on the ranch has his right speaker. And I heard the album Harvest coming out of these two incredibly large loudspeakers that were louder than hell. It was unbelievable. Producer Elliot Mazur came down to the shore of the lake and he yelled out to them on the boat. How was that, Neil? Neil paused for a moment and yelled, More barn! This story floated around for near three decades as a rumor. And then in the mid-1990s, a member of the Neil Young fan club, the Rusties, created a t-shirt with the phrase, More Barn. Twenty years later, in 2016, in an interview, Neil finally admitted the story and spoke about the incident. In his words, Well, it's a funny little thing that happened that one day and it keeps growing and getting crazier. I had the left speaker, a big speaker, set up in my house with the windows open. And I had the PA system that we used to rehearse and record in the barn where we we recorded the songs Alabama and the song Words and a couple other things over there playing in the right-hand channel. So we were sitting there in between them on a little lake, and that's what we were doing. Yeah, when I think back, if I did yell, more barn, then it probably was a little house heavy. So during this 50th anniversary, as you listen to Neil's number one all-time selling album, with his two biggest commercial hits, Old Man and Heart of Gold, always remember you are hearing how this album was mixed while sitting in a rowboat in the middle of a lake. A big thanks to Peter Ferrioli, co-founder of Pantheon Podcast Network, of which Vintage Rock Pod is, of course, a very proud part of. Check out all the other amazing music podcasts the network carries. I've been honoured to be joined on the Vintage Rock Pod by so many other hosts from shows like The Ugly American Werewolf in London, Who Cares About the Rock Hall, About Man and God and Law, Rock and Roll Archaeology, History and Five Songs with Martin Popov, uh, Stephanie and Stephanie Talk Tunes, Shout It Out Loudcast, What's Hot in Strip Clubs, and many more. Check them all out. There really is something for everyone. 
But that's it for today's episode. I will, of course, be back tomorrow with more On This Day Rock Goodness. So until then, take care. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, Looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, (laughs) oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. 